Round Guy Radio Sports coverage is brought to you by these great sponsors. Packwood Locker, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Kyoto Transmission and Repair, specializing in transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto and Pilot Grove Savings Bank. Welcome to Round Guy Radio as the Wayland State Bank presents the Winfield Mount Union Wolves uh, with Coach Edwards. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Well, we thought you were in for a big epic battle as it looked like two teams that couldn't have been matched up any better, but you were able to advance and you, you uh, got a decent-sized win. Uh, uh, tell, tell us about the game, what the score was, and then walk us through the game. Well, the, the final was a uh, 63-49. It was um, it was really a, a you know a battle back and forth for a, a long time. They Notre Dame came out, played well the first quarter. I think they were up 14-8 after the uh, first quarter, um, you know, and then we kind of scratched and clawed our way back into it and had a one one point lead at halftime, 23-22, I think. Um, you know, really kind of like our game down at SCC there a couple weeks ago, just back and forth, uh, many runs by both teams. Then, um, you know, we came out of, came, came out of half, made a few adjustments defensively, and uh, Cam Buffington just went nuts in the third quarter. He had 18 points in the third, um, you know, hitting, hitting mid-range shots, uh, getting to the rim, you know, getting to the foul line and knocking those down. So he, he really, um, you know, gave us a spark in that third quarter. And then, uh, you know, coming down the stretch, we, we got up 10 or so, um, maybe late third, early fourth. And then, um, you know, they came down, hit a corner three, and we fouled them. So they went to the line, made a four-point play, cut it to six. But then after that, we, we kind of buckled down a little bit. Um, got the lead back up to double digits, and and uh, we made made our foul shots coming coming down the stretch. Um, our kids did a fantastic job of um, keeping their composure and um, just knocking down knocking down the free throws when we needed to, and um, just just kind of a gutsy gutsy win for us. Yeah, uh, well, how how big a win was that? I mean, this is really this is a, a very very good team that you we took. Tell our listeners a little bit about this Burlington Notre Dame team and, and uh, why they played everybody so tough this year. Well, they, they just really have a nice mix of, of players, you know, kind of starts with their big guy, the 6'8", Carson Jones, in the middle. Um, you know, for for a guy around here, he posts really hard. Um, he, he does a good job of knowing when to post. Um, he's got a nice little mid-range shot. So um, we did a pretty good job of limiting him. I think he had 12 or something like that. Um, some of that was just based off of we were late backside help. Um, but around him, then, you know, there are other primary scorers, Liam Delaney, a 6'3 wing, athletic kid, shoots it from deep, uh, can finish above the rim. And then they got, you know, there are two guards that they roll out. Um, I think it's Spencer Brent and Hunter Lilly are both 
uh, really solid. Like they can shoot it, they can drive it. Uh, they're quick defensively, and then the their power forward uh, Matthew Booten is just like a he's the type of kid you want on your team. Like he's he does a little bit of everything. He's a great rebounder. He, you know, he busts his tail when he's playing defense. And they got three or four nice kids that come off the bench. So um, they really just like a, a good high school team that they co- all their guys cover all the bases. And, um, you know, they really don't have weak spots. Well, uh, Cam Buffington has really raised his level of play lately. Uh, he seems to be on a mission. Um, what, do you, what do you see uh, about his growth this year? What is he doing well, and why is his leadership uh, so uh, uh, kind of basically? You're going to have to hit your start of this kid, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Cam's um, you know mid range game has gotten better this year. Uh, he's feel he feels more confident, even stepping out all the way to three and shooting it. Um, you know, but really, his you know he can take pretty much anybody he's playing. He can you know take one one dribble, two dribble, pull up and and uh, knock it down from the free throw line that that's really gotten a lot better for him um, from the previous years. So, and then, you know, he's just a physical kid. Like he gets to the foul line um, and he's lately here, he's been knocking them down at a lot better clip. So um, yeah, he's just, you know, kind of does a little bit of everything for us. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, this, this next round. And I believe the game is in Minneapolis uh, Tuesday yep. night, right? Correct. And you're playing, uh, might be a little surprise, uh, might be a blessing, might be a curse. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, New London Tigers were uh, able to take out uh, Waco and kind of shock the world a little bit. Although it's just hard to tell when you got two schools that are that good, you know. You're and, right. Uh, um, you know, one of them won a baseball state championship. One was in the state championship for football, so uh, yeah, uh, real lot of traditions of winning both there. Uh, they got a really great coach, and they got a couple really really great players. Uh, um, in uh, Cade the Blade Benjamin and Purple Haze uh, Blaze Porter. Uh, let's talk about this team that you're going to be facing. Uh, um, they don't exactly do the same things Waco does, but uh, uh, they're going to present their own challenges, aren't they? Right, right. So you're like, it's almost like a complete opposite of, of Waco, right? Because for the most part, they only play five kids. Um, they do have some guys that come off the bench, whereas Waco is rolling nine, ten guys out there. Um, but like you said, there's you have a huge problem with trying to defend uh, Blaze and Cade. You know, they're great in the pick and roll game. Um, you know, Blaze is a different type of guard than what we've played against this year, you know, he's super athletic, he's physical, you know, he excels at getting to the rim and finishing, but he can also knock it down from 25 feet. And then Cade is, you know, another super athletic 6'6 kid, finishes above the rim, um, steps out, he'll, he'll hit some perimeter shots. Um, but, the, but the thing about him that, you know, makes it tough is you if you give them too much attention, um, those other guys, those other three guys that they have out there can all hit, hit three point shots. Um, you know, the, the exchange student and then, uh, Martin and, uh, Richie have shown that they can all knock it down from the perimeter. And like I've said a couple of times now, um, 
when Cade was out with his injury, like those guys all stepped up big time, had some big scoring nights along the way. So uh, overall, they're just a really tough, um, tough guard with as much pressure as Blaze puts on you. And then, you know, trying to contain him, it gives other guys uh, opportunities. Well, Sky and I were talking about how Cade Benjamin would have to basically take on Colton Lichty and uh, uh, Cody Graber and Simeon Reichenbach kind of by himself or at least have to deal with all three of those guys. And we thought whether they could survive would depend a lot on that. Well, how is he so, I mean, how is he able to really kind of take on all three of those guys? And and you've got a couple big bodies to, to put on him. And what uh, uh, are you going to have to watch some film or, or figure out what to do with this kid? Yeah, no, I've watched plenty of games here the past couple of days. So um, the thing about him is he's, he's like quick, he's quick off the floor. Um, whereas, you know, there is, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of other guys around here that are, that are big guys that are quick off the floor like that. Um, I would say Cam is kind of one of those guys that, you know, you hit your feet hit the floor and you're back up within a, a tenth of a second or something. That's, that's what makes him a little different is his twitchiness jumping. Um, so, you know, there's, there's ways to combat that. And we've talked, you know, we're, we've talked that to the kids at practice the other day. We will again today. Um, but yeah, he, he presents a different kind of problem than, um, you know, like, a say a Cody Graber, that's just like super long, you know, and has great timing. Um, so different type of player presents, somewhat the same kind of problem but um yeah we'll definitely have to have a plan in place to to contain him well what about uh uh blaze porter i mean that kid's the fastest i've seen anyone taking the ball from the backfield to the front uh court he's quick he can shoot from it seems like anywhere he has that mid-range game that seems to have just disappeared in high school basketball uh what what are you gonna uh um what are you going to have to do to stop that kid? Or well, that's, down, so. yeah, it's, it, that's a, not a one man job. Um, so uh, that'll be multiple bodies, um, multiple sets of eyes on him all the time, you know? So, um, it, you know, it'd be unfair to ask one kid to, to chase him and try to contain him the whole, whole game. So um, he's a, he's a special kind of player for this, this area. So we will, uh, we will have a lot of, bodies and eyes on him all the time <laughs> okay well what are you gonna have to do to come out on top in this game uh well I, we're gonna have to take care of the ball make sure we get shots on the board um you know we will have a size advantage um in this one so hopefully we can utilize that a little bit um main uh, huge thing is going to be getting back on defense like you said uh blaze is probably the best in the area of um getting a rebound or an outlet or an outlet pass and going coast to coast. Uh, so it's, we're going to have to find a way to slow him down a little bit and transition and then, and then just contain him and uh, him and Cade a little bit half court and hope the other guys don't knock down a ton of threes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they've got, uh, and uh, Blaze Porter also has some excellent field vision, doesn't he? he yeah. He, he could really he been, he could find that open guy and, uh, uh, well, uh, I got a question for you just in general. It just seems like uh, uh, the further uh, all season long and the, the further down the line it gets, it just seems like guys are either shooting inside 
uh, baskets or three-pointers. What happened to the, the mid-range game, the 15, 20-foot jump shot that used to be the bread and butter of basketball? Well, if you watched our last couple games, like we've had a lot of mid-range. <laughs> mid well, yeah, so. and, and the teams that are doing that are advancing. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if, if you go into the analytical and statistical side of it, um, I understand why why a lot of teams either do the, you know, obviously uh, in the paint, you got a lot higher percentage. And, um, you know, if you put the numbers to it on shooting a three, you know, if you shoot 30, 33 to 35% and you're shooting under 50% on a mid range, you're coming out ahead if you're shooting threes. But it, a lot of it just depends on what your players are comfortable with and what their skill set is. So if you got kids that can, you know, get to a, an elbow, rise up and hit it with confidence. Um, you know, you might as well let them shoot it because at this point, every every uh, point you can put on the scoreboard uh, matters a ton. So, um, yeah, it's all, all about what, what the kids feel comfortable with and, you know, where where they can get to their spots in order to be productive. So you had a good you had a good night free throw shooting uh, and, and that helped uh, – uh, Oh uh, well, Waco missed a a, free, a couple free throws down the line, and then they wound up uh, uh, losing it by one point. You know, uh, yeah. It, the, so the, those mid range jump shots, those free throws, it's all the it's all the little things. Uh, uh, right. You're just not going to be able to advance in the playoffs without some kind of small thing that makes a difference, isn't it? Right, and and when you're in a district or sub state like ours, um, you know, you you have to execute on on those little things or you're you're probably going home right because uh, if you look at the bc more rankings we had the seventh eighth and ninth ranked teams in our sub-state and they're all you know done um and then we have you know us in new londoner i think they're 13th or 15th prince of peace and marquette bellevue marquette are top 20 so um Really, our our substate was just ridiculous, and in, in the the team amount of highly ranked teams that are in there. But um, so whoever whoever executes and does the little things better that night, um, when you're playing teams like this all the time, is probably advancing. Well, what about uh, Minneapolis? Uh, what kind of environment is it? Uh, uh, is it kind of more of a drive than you wanted? Uh, uh, why why was Minneapolis the choice? Do you know? Um, probably just a pretty central location for us. Um, you know, we've both played there this year. Um, you know, it's only, I don't know, under a half hour for us and so probably a little shorter for new London, but you know, it's, it's, it's an easy, easy drive for both of us. Um, I know they played a district final there last year. I think new London and Waco played over there last year. So. Um, Jim, we're both familiar with. It gets really loud. They got low ceiling, so um, yeah, you're probably not going to be able to hear a thing on the court because I'm sure both New London and us all bring uh, fantastic crowds. So uh, should be a fun one. We're looking forward to it. Well, what are the opportunities to follow this game? Uh, I don't know if uh, they're doing audio only on the Wolfcast, or is there? I don't know if there's going to be uh, any streaming services or yeah. I'm sure we'll have Wolfcast. We're working on a on a YouTube stream. Um, I don't know what page it would be on yet. If it's Winfield's or if it's uh, 
I think it's called Meepo Activities, um, since they're the host school. Oh, well, that might work out. Uh, if we'll have to run it through there. Um, but we're, yeah, we're working on that. Well, that'll be good. And if you play your cards right, your friendly neighborhood round guy radio uh, might actually drive all the way down there and uh, see what um, the Minneapolis community has to offer. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. In, in some uh, uh, things, it's... Uh, uh, the Kyoto game, I guess, originally was going to be over in Pleasantville, but I heard through the grapevine that it might be in Grinnell now. So uh, oh. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but uh, um, we'll be. Uh, uh, I, I kind of got it targeted to be there. So, well, coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I don't think. I don't think so. Well, we we did a good job of covering it. Thanks for coming on uh, with a little timely report. Uh, uh, this is going to be a great game, isn't it? Yeah, I sure hope so. I wouldn't wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> and, and they're the you know uh, uh, Notre Dame does one kind of thing, Waco does another, and this uh, uh, New London team they 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 do their little thing. And yep. uh, uh, if you're not careful, they'll be doing their thing in the next round. Who would you play uh, if you get past them? Uh, it'd be the winner of Prince of Peace and uh, Bellevue Marquette Catholic. Okay. Well, and then you go to the, you know, you got to win four games to go to the state tournament. That's a lot, but uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're knocking on the door, coach. Yeah, well, we we're we're taking it one game at a time, you know. Um, that's that's really like I said with the kind of district substate we have. Well, if you look at it any other way, you're you're setting yourself up for failure. So, well, the bad um, news is because of the way they scheduled things uh, each week, two, you know, uh, last week two of our favorite teams from your area go down and this week one will go down. But the good news is no matter what happens, we'll have one team in the sub state, won't we? Yep. Yep. So, well, good luck. Congratulations on an excellent season and a tremendous win. Uh, Friday night, you really, really, uh, one of the better games I think you played, uh, this season and, uh, Cam Buffington and company and Abram and, uh, Jake and all the, Great players. Uh, you got a lot of great players over there this year. You might really be yeah. able to do something. I, I, I'm thinking uh, whatever team comes out of this game is really going to be ready to roll. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll be battle-tested. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Yep, thank you. This Round Guy Radio sports coverage has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Packwood Locker, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa, if your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Kyoto Transmission and Repair, specializing in transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto, and Pilot Grove Savings Bank.